This is the Common Chaos Podcast, episode 15. I'm Thomas. I'm Austin. I'm Jaden. I'm Matt. We're just a couple of everyday guys trying to become better versions of ourselves. Welcome to our conversation. Because the world is chaos. Show or feel no nervousness, anger, or other strong emotion. Complete disorder or confusion. We're not only training our, you know, our defensive mindsets. We're also working, at, you know, in our spiritual lives and trying to make ourselves better human beings. Welcome back to the Common Chaos Podcast, episode 15. Uh, we took a week off because of Easter. Uh, happy Easter, everyone. I hope we all had a good weekend. Um, this week, we're going to end up, we're going to talk about revelations a little bit. Because I think in the day and age that we live in, people are really freaked out about the vaccine and the virus and the government taking control of our lives and all that stuff. So I feel like revelations is pretty um, relevant. Ooh. Big word. <laughs> I was gonna say prevalent, and I was like, "That's not right." That is. <laughs> Revelations being relevant. Revelations is relevant to the time that we're living in right now. So yeah. before before we get started, though, I, I do want to point out that I think almost every generation has had their own experience with what they think Revelations is. I agree. So, I mean, just kind of take that as it is, and we'll get we'll get into that a little bit. I have some stuff to say, but um. We can start off with Mac is going to read Revelations 13, I don't know, what do you want to read, 15 through 18? Yeah, we'll start at 15. Okay. All right. So, yep, Revelation 13, starting in verse 15. And it was allowed to give breath to the image of the beast, so that the image of the beast might even speak and might cause those who would not worship the image of the beast to be slain. Also, it causes all, both small and great, both rich and poor, both free and slave, to be marked on the right hand or the forehead, so that no one can buy or sell unless he has the mark. That is the name of the beast or the number of its name. This calls for wisdom. Let the one who has understanding calculate the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man, and his number is 666. So I I just want to preface this with, it says right there at the end, for it is the number of a man, and his number is 666. I think a lot of people get hung up on the number 666 because they think like, oh, that number is demonic. That number has power. That number has no power. That number means something very specific to the time. And it was, so it was like a code. Uh, Mac, you know a little about this too. Yeah. You, you, um, you can so explain it. More, more or less, um, especially at the time when this was written, it was a... Uh, well, based on some people's theories, it was more of a code language so that they wouldn't get in trouble. <laughs> so uh, if you take a mixture of what the numbers are in Greek and Hebrew, um, their version of um, language and writing uh, with their number with their letters, uh, they all have a numerical value placed to them. So basically, Looking at it from this standpoint, it was representing the name Nero, and as most people know, Nero was the one who was slaughtering all the Christians and bringing fire on all of the towns and the cities and the great persecution of that time. Um, but kind of on the um, the mark in their hands and on their foreheads, uh, Nero's face was on all of their currency, so that kind of fits with that. And he couldn't buy things without, without Nero. Yeah. He couldn't trade or sell without yeah. Nero, That's which was 666. Both small and great, poor, rich. And yeah. So, so at that point, are you saying that that was the Antichrist and we're just living in the tribulation <laughs> now? <laughs> I mean, I guess that's a theory. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it's more the statement that I'm trying to make is people are freaking out about this number 666 and they're looking for it everywhere and they think that the 666 is the mark of the beast. 
And I think, I don't, I'm not saying that this is fact, but I think what you can kind of say is back then their beast was Nero because Nero was attacking Christians. He was slaughtering people of faith and he was on their money. He was their life. Yeah. And, and I'm saying, like, I think each generation of people can have a beast, but I think that the Bible is talking about an eventual beast. And all be all. And all be all. Yeah. But I think that we all in each generation can create our own beast. And, and what I will say about the, we will be marked on our foreheads and forearms, back World War II, Hitler marked the Jews on their forearms with serial numbers to for concentration camps and all that stuff. So I'm, people back then thought that Hitler was the beast that the Bible is talking about because he was marking people like that. But as we know now, we have come out of that. And there are those people that don't even believe in the Holocaust. But to that, I say, stop listening to this podcast. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like I think that there's... There's all this stuff, and people can make good arguments. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw my mom under the bus. And she's, I don't know if she's going to listen to this, but she's going to hate me for this. I got into an argument about this with my mom last this weekend. And uh, <laughs> you got really close to the mic, and it scared me. Um, but I got into an argument with my mom about this last weekend because she was talking about how she thinks that we should not be forced to take the vaccine. because Which I agree with, by the way. And I also agree with. I, I agreed with everything my mom was saying. But she started saying things like the Antichrist and the mark of the beast can all be correlated to this vaccine and all that. And I started saying, no, don't say things like that. And she got mad at me and started yelling at me and was like, well, don't question what I'm saying, and blah, blah. And I was like, listen, if you're going to say stuff like that, make sure you can back it up. Make sure that that is exactly what the Bible says. And then I did this research and I was like, I'm not sure that is what the Bible says. Like we... You could equate things that are happening nowadays to revelations, but like I said, if you're not looking at history, then this does seem like the end times. But if you look at history and you look at all the things that have happened in our life alone, the end of time seems like it's been coming for years. Yeah. And even, even um, I think it was Paul was... In one in one of his letters to one of the churches, I think I think it was one of the Thessalon, one of the letters of Thessalonia, Thessalonica. Yeah. Um, the Thessalonians. He, the, the Thessalonians, yeah. Um, he he talked talked to them about because um, I guess they were like freaking out about it too, like they were thinking that Christ was going to come back then, and he was like, "Hey, he not, just left. It's not happening right now. You, you know, like just keep living your life." You know, don't go selling all your possessions and getting ready for the end times because they're not here yet. <laughs> and I think that's even like, so, okay, say that the end times are happening right now. Don't go selling all your possessions and doing all that stuff anyway. Because if you are following Christ, you have nothing to fear. And it says that right there in Revelations if you read it. If you are following Christ, you will not be marked by the beast. And so it, it's just like all of these Christians are freaking out about all this stuff. And it's like, stop worrying about it. It's not... I'll go back to that verse that I always go back to. The birds of the air don't worry about what they eat or what they will drink or however it's said. So why are you worrying? So it's just like it stop freaking out about all this stuff because it's peas. Peas? Chump change to God. <laughs> what is that saying? It's 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 uh, I don't think I've ever heard it. Alright, whatever. It's Nothing to God. God is, God's got everything figured out and he's doing all his work. So stop freaking out about all this stuff. And I, and I told my mom and this made her mad. I'm going on that mission trip and they, they might make me get the vaccine to go out of the country. And I was like, mom, I'm getting it. Like if they're making me get a vaccine to go out of the country for a mission trip, then I don't think the vaccine is the problem. Like if... God wants me on a mission trip and he wants me preaching and talking to people of another nation and spreading the word, the vaccine isn't what's going to stop me. And I, I think that that's, a lot of people are like scared of that. And I'm like, if I'm doing God's work and I'm following the Bible and trying to live like Jesus, I'm not worried about getting a shot. Yeah, that's fair. I would say that's fair. And if it kills me, it kills me. I don't care. I die, like death is, what is it? Uh, I think Paul wrote it, to die is gain. Mm -hmm. To live as Christ and to die as gain. Yeah. So, 
what I really want to know is what do you, Matt, and Thomas think about it? Because me and Mac seem to be on the same page. Um, <clears throat> I used to be a big follower and a big subscriber of this guy on YouTube. Um, I think I showed you some of his videos. It's, 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 his page is called like Truth Unedited or something like that. And he like dives into this stuff like big time. And, and I don't agree with everything that he talks about, but he brings up some really interesting points. And this is something he touches on a lot, <clears throat> mainly in regard to the influx of like one world currency and that type of thing. And he digs into this whole idea of not being able to buy or sell or trade without like having that mark of the beast. And I mean, that's pretty much what we see coming. I mean, now that we see the rise of debt in the trillions and trillions of dollars, at some point this entire financial system has to collapse. It's just inevitable. So whenever that collapses, it would be a whole lot easier to start from ground zero if we were all based off of one world currency and you don't have to worry about exchange rates and, and all of those things. It, it, it really would make things a, a whole lot simpler, but that is one of the problems. Whenever you, whenever the government can track every single transaction that you make and there's no longer any type of underground economy, that's kind of a scary thought because now if they can track every single move and every single transaction that you make, they can block you from doing things that they don't want you to do. So yeah. having that privacy taken away from our everyday life of transactions and the idea of physical cash and, and everything now only being on an electronic platform and them having easy accessibility to audit you whenever they want to audit you is, I mean, kind of frightening. Well, that's what, uh, I don't even remember when it happened at this point. 2020 was so long. Yeah. But it was the that coin shortage thing. Yeah, and yeah. A bunch of places were like, you know, we're only taking card. It was like a. It's because money's not card. real. <laughs> the concept. <laughs> it's, it's just I don't know. I hate all that stuff. Yeah, it's just scary to think that like, whenever you give up cash, whenever we lose cash, we lose a large piece of our privacy. And that's something that like. I hate, well, I hate the government as it is, but like <laughs> the idea of them having an idea of every single transaction that I make and every single thing that I own. I would, I would say that that's, that's where, uh, like, I don't know how much you've, uh, read on like crypto and stuff like that, but mm -hmm. I feel like that's where, that's where everything's heading. Yeah, yeah. It, it really is inevitable. It's coming. It is coming. It's just a matter of time. They, they hate the idea of us rednecks in the back hills being able to do these transactions between just us and them not having an idea and not being able to tax us on the things that we do and Joe Bob selling his pig to Jim Bob down the road yeah. and them not being able to tax you on the on the money that you just made. I mean, they, they hate that. So I, I got into this discussion with my grandfather and we were talking about uh, the electric cars. And him and my mom were like, oh, electric cars are coming. Like, they're going to be everywhere, and we're not going to have gasoline cars anymore. And I was like, there's no way. Because there's no chance in the world that Jim Bob, back in Hicksville, West Virginia, is getting an electric car. Because he has no way to charge it. He, he's running his house off a generator. And he's living off the fighting chickens in his yard. <laughs> like, like... That guy can't have an electric car. It's just not possible. And they were like, well, it's going to be eventual, and they're going to kick people out of the land. And I was like, okay, maybe. But, like, at that point, I hope I'm dead. Because, like, I electric cars will be dope. And I'm not saying they wouldn't be. But it, it just does not seem plausible to get all of these people to do that. And that where you're saying the currency, like, imagine Jim Bob out in the woods, right? Do you think at that point he stops using actual currency and it goes back to trading things? That's what I was just going to say. You're going to go like at that point, you're going to go back to the barter system and it's going to be like I'll give you this pig if you give me five chickens. Absolutely. <laughs> and there's all pe there's already people forming those systems. People that are like tweaking over like the one world currency and that kind of thing. It's like they're going to take it off off of us. So, let's design a community group around me being the iron worker and me being the butcher i mean that's how it should be dude i i love that i, I really want to i want to like so 
obviously apprentice buy a ranch out in montana and start our own village that would be dope (laughs) but like 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 back back in the day like apprenticeships and stuff like that they weren't perfect and like usually they raped the children but they taught the children they taught the children how to do this trade did you not know that no like most like so say that your kid say that you had a kid and that kid wanted to become a blacksmith or something, you would kind of like sell your kid to the blacksmith as like a slave. But that kid would in turn learn how to be a blacksmith. And the other person would like do whatever he wanted to that kid. And it was it was a bad system. But the kid learned how to be a blacksmith. That's where I'm getting to. That is what I think would be so dope. Where it's it, it goes back to just we teach people how to do a, this trade and then we just are self-sufficient communities and obviously then we wouldn't have things like cities and stuff like that but i don't really care (laughs) i'm cool with that yeah like with that that idea it's like literally 75 percent of the stuff like just stuff is completely unnecessary for human life i think i think the only thing that it would suck would be like grocery stores wouldn't exist anymore and like that's just because i'm lazy I don't want to. I don't want to yeah, farm. That's, that's the that's that's the problem with today's society. One hundred percent is because everything is provided by these, you know, big pharmacy, big farming, big, you know, whatever else. Well, big pharma. That's is why people bad. are. That's why people are bored all the time. Yeah, is because they're not like that. We've talked about this before. They don't have purpose anymore. Mm-hmm. All right. Back in the eighteen hundreds, you worked on the farm so that you could make it to the next day. Yep. All right. Now people work on a farm to have a hobby. Yeah. That's a problem. (laughs) I love that mindset of like, how am I going to make it to the next day? And I know like I haven't really had to live like that. And I know that I don't completely understand that struggle. But the idea of not being that, not being comfortable like we are right now makes me happy. Like Like growing up, I always watched those survival shows where they get thrown out in the middle of the wilderness. I'm like, I can do it. I want to do it. Just throw me out there. Let's do naked and afraid where I don't have to be naked. <laughs> I, I was just afraid. watching. <laughs> I'm just afraid. <laughs> I was just watching this video um, over the weekend. Or not a video. It was a movie. It was called like uh, Somebody's Offset. And it was made in 2010. But it was like. Like the rapper? No, 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 no. It, it was like the West, the idea of like Western expansion and like clashing with the Indians and that kind of thing. And. Autumn was like really, really bored and they hardly even talked throughout the movie. And like honestly, it's probably really boring to most people, but like I am in this. And I'm watching these people and they're like like they have these three wagons and all they have is like their horses and they're in these clothes that are all tattered with holes and it looks like life sucks for them and everything's really hard, but like there's a piece of that that would be extremely gratifying to be a part of, to not be, I, I, I was telling Autumn about it, I said, these people are like not a part of any system whatsoever. And like, they're having to worry about rationing their water before they make it to the next watering hole. And like, they don't have speed limits or like bag limits on like how many animals they can kill or like, there are no rules whatsoever. They And, and that's something that quite frankly, like, kind of upsets me about where we're at right now because we will never have that opportunity because every single piece of the world is completely colonized i mean there, there might not obviously but you i'm go saying hide in the amazon right right but like by some pygmies. but like everywhere let's let's take like america for example like everywhere that you go yeah. you're not going to be able to avoid taxes and laws and, and pretty much the man has a hold of you wherever you go and there's nowhere to defect to where you have nothing but freedom. And if you don't take after yourself and you don't protect yourself or whatever, you're going to die. If you don't get food, you're going to die. And there's a piece of that that, like I said, really intrigues me. It might intrigue me because I've never actually had to be there. Like I can imagine it would be really tough, but there's a piece of it that is very enticing to me that I think it would just be so cool to not have to like be a part of any kind of system. And I've thought about that a lot, where it's like, say that we do go out and do that. Say that we took a month. <laughs> I thought about that too. We like, took a month and we just like went to Alaska and we were like, we're going to live. Yeah. At the end of it, we know that the month is going to end 
So even if something gets really, really hard at the end of the month, like close to when we're going to go back home, we know we're going back home. So the only way that we could truly experience it is cutting us off and never coming back. Yeah, that's a good thought. Because like, so... You know you have a safety net as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like, the, have you ever experienced that though? Like where you went out for a week and you were just like, I just, I can't do this anymore. And you're like, I know that at the end of the week I get to go home and it'll be all back. Shower. Yeah. 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 And it's like, I, like, I've thought about it where it's like, how do you get out of it? And the only way to get out of it is canceling out your safety net completely. Huh. Yeah. yeah I mean, what was that? At, what was that movie we watched? About that guy. Oh, um, we watched it in Baltimore. I know which one you're into, talking about. Into the Wild or Call of the Wild? I don't remember. Into the Wild, called. I think. Is it called Into the Wild? Yeah. You ever read the book The Hatchet? Yeah. yeah. That's a good one. That was a good yeah. One. That this guy literally yeah, he he was, was like going to college everything, um, and he literally drove his car like up to a certain point in like it's Oregon a, it's, or it's Washington or something. Yeah, like this it's guy actually did. Uh, Everything. American biographical adventure drama written um, 2007. Adaptation of the uh, um, 1996 nonfiction book. Hikes, hiked across North America in the Alaskan wilderness in the early 1990s. What's it called? Into, Into the Wild. Into the Wild. Oh, oh. That's a fantastic movie. Yeah, it was, it was pretty good. But yeah, he, he literally was the embodiment of what you're talking about. But I think especially now in today's times you even even if you were to do that you're still not getting out of that mindset right. because we're indoctrinated and bred to live in comfort yeah and I, I think that's one of the biggest things like unless you're taking babies with you uh, it's it's, it's not, not in the it's not in the generational mindset of hey things can be hard because they're not yeah, like, and I think it's also that like, I I would love to go do that, and it's it's so weird because I'm the type of person where like I would just drop everything and do it, but I'm such a social animal that like I don't like I think that would be the one thing that I wouldn't be able to deal with, like if I'm out there alone I would go crazy, like I I as a person am just so like I need other people around me. That that's the one thing that would be my downfall. I can make a fire like no one's business. I'll field strip every squirrel in the forest and eat them for dinner. But if I got no one else there with me, I'm like... And you're uh, starting to talk to the squirrels. At I'm that talking point. to the squirrels. <laughs> the dead squirrels that I'm eating. Dude, you look like the kind of guy that talks to squirrels. I, dude, you know... I have no argument with that. <laughs> you do, man. <laughs> You just talking to a squirrel while you're like ripping his skin off. <laughs> do you it's not like do that, that stuff that I did with the chipmunks in West Virginia? Yeah. Wait, do you guys not do that? I talked to him all. I told you about this with the deer. Yeah. I talked to him all the time. <laughs> One of the things, like, I don't know where you find peace in that because that's something that would like, it pretty much drive you nuts. It, whenever, if you really start to like think about it and kind of meditate on that idea of being trapped in a cage, in a sense of the system like oh it it, it could really like actually start to get to you and it kind of does me sometimes to a certain extent but i think where i try to find peace in that regard is understanding that at one point where we are at it wasn't civilized and safe and the the system has formed around it but it's still the same flesh and and blood and it's still the earth we we as humans have colonized it and everything. And obviously you'll never get that freedom of just the open woods and that kind of thing. But it is still here. There's a system built around it, but it, it's it's still there. Um, it's just artificially held up by um, everything that we've built around it. But I, I don't know. Like I said, it's kind of hard to find peace, but that's something that kind of helps me at least. I don't know. I think... This is this kind of goes along with that, but it's it's also kind of a little bit of a tangent. You can get a temporary form of peace by immersing yourself in what limited space and freedom we have, mm, whenever good. it comes to that. And I like hunting, especially. I'm gonna go back to hunting because that's a big part of my life. But I go up in the 
Allegheny National Forest, and it's huge. And there's, you know, I've been back in places that I don't know if they've seen people in how many years. Forever. All right, and, you, like, you can't help but think about, you know, hundreds of years ago, there could have been an Indian encampment here. Like, this could have been somebody's home. They ran around here. They grew up here. You know, I'm hunting in the same places that they hunted. And it's crazy to think about how, like, how much has changed, but how much, like, it's still there. Mm-hmm. Have you ever talked to, like, I'll use my grandfather as an example. Have you ever talked to, like, an older person and you're, like, driving around wherever they grew up and they're like, well, when I grew up, there used to be an orchard here with a bunch of apple trees and there was, like, a pig pen here mm-hmm. and you're looking at it and you're like, how did all of that ever even exist? <laughs> yeah. My like, dad, come on, I was just going to make a joke. Is like... Dad, we're uh, we're we're in the uh, Walmart parking lot. Right yeah, now. and he's like, "This used to be a pig farm." I'm like, "How?" My my dad just did that today. Um, we we're driving around looking at some places. There's um, you know where the building ten plant is across from Lernerville? Yeah, and so and so over. There's like that huge housing plan behind it, mm-hmm. and we we're driving by that today. And my dad was like, "I used to cut firewood there when I was a kid. It was all woods from here all the way to 356, and there was one path that went back in there. And we'd drive back in there to the field, and we'd drag trees out of the woods and cut firewood. Isn't that, that crazy? And it's all houses now. I went on a hike, uh, however long ago, I don't remember, but I found a waterfall, and. I was looking at the hillside and the hillside was like falling in like the, like everything fell in and then the waterfall like formed from there and in my brain I was imagining the hillside falling in onto the water and everything like forming how it looks now and I was like that's so crazy that the world is changing like that and it could have happened in the lifetime of someone that I know and they watched it happen and this has nothing to do with how we started the podcast <laughs> no it doesn't but it's good but um this is a conversation. <laughs> uh, I wanted to bring it back. Uh, oh, I wanted to I wanted to bring it back to how we started. Um, one of the things that I found when talking to these people that are so scared about how the world is changing and all the things that are happening, the people that are Christians. For the non-Christians, I I got nothing for you. But <laughs> the people that are Christians, the um everyone's so scared of all this stuff, and it's. I've boiled it down to they're scared of all these things happening because they're scared to die. Oh, yeah. They're 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 genuinely just scared of not existing anymore. But for me, I'm not scared of that. If death comes, death comes, and it's not something that I fear. And I know that 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 could to most people sound like a psychopath, but I'm not I'm not scared of death and I'm not scared of all those things. So all of the things that are happening in the world right now don't really bother me because who cares if I die? If I die, then I go to heaven and I'm dead. Whatever. Yeah, that's that's one of the things that I always I always tell my wife is like, what's the worst that's gonna happen? I'm gonna die. Like, ooh. see, I, I've had I've had a lot of people that I've said that to, and they're like, well, what about like your family and all that? And I'm like, they'll be fine. But if I was a if I was a dad in your position, I might think differently. But as of right now, I'm like, whatever, dude. Yeah, I mean that that's definitely on on different topics. Yeah, uh, but I mean. Just in general, it's like, it's going to mm. happen. I, yeah, I mean, I have a slightly, I guess, different perspective than both of you. Like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not scared of dying either. Like, it's going to, it's going to happen sometime. I'm not, I'm not worried about that. I'm at the point in my life where I'm like, I'm not scared of death itself. I just don't want to go yet. miss out on things that I know I'm going to experience in the near future. Yeah. All right. Like. Getting married, first of all, I you know, I want to have kids. I haven't had kids yet. I want to know what that's. I want to know what that's like, Aww. dude. I would love to have kids. Right. But at the rate I'm going, you know, <laughs> maybe it's, <laughs> it's not looking like I'm even going to have a wife. So we're just gonna chill right here. Hey, I thought that too. Whenever I was your age, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. How long have oh. you been dating her? How old are you? You're 21. 21. You're 21. I'm about to turn 22. I was, I was 21, almost turning 22. Dang. Whenever, whenever, whenever I started dating, whenever I started dating Maddie. Funny thing is, is, as soon as Thomas got a haircut, he actually, (laughs) (laughs) he actually didn't have any problems finding a woman. So what you're telling me is, if I get a haircut, that's actually true, though. Have kids. Yeah. (laughs) That is is actually true. Dude, there it is. But there was, I mean, there was, there was, there was a period of time between like high school and the time I started dating Maddie, where I was like, I'm never gonna find anybody. (laughs) 
I've come to peace with it. And I did too. That's where you have to be. You be like you can't, you can't you can't you can't ex- you can't expect it. It just yeah. like it has to happen. Yeah. And it'll happen when you don't expect it. Yeah, I'm chilling. That's what you have to I don't do. Have time just just for live live your life, life and whenever God says it's time, then it's gonna happen. Yeah, so I was genuinely thinking about it the other day because my family always makes fun of me. Like Matea makes fun of me constantly. She's like, Why don't you have a girlfriend yet? You're like a man. <laughs> and like so I was thinking Rip. <laughs> I was thinking about it and I was like, you know what? I genuinely don't have time to take care of another human being like a girlfriend. Like I'm doing all this stuff with the church. We're doing this. I, I just started that job and like I'm trying to figure out all these other side hustles that some like some people say that like that. I'm trying to figure out all that other stuff. I don't have time to Add go a on dates. Human. Yeah, like what, yeah. get out of here. I'm doing other stuff. Yeah, I, I think you have time. I don't want to have time. Right, right. Like, I, like that's something that I've been trying to get away from. Like everybody, like always says, like I don't, I don't have time. Like you, you, I, I found, I found myself doing it with, um, like doing my morning devotion and that kind of thing. Where it's like I, I just, I just haven't had time to read my Bible lately. And then like, I sat down the other day and like I thought about that. and I'm like, I actually do have time. That's a good I just, point. I, I just spend my time in other places that might not be as important as reading my Bible, but I do, and that's messed yeah, that's, up. Yeah, that's prioritizing is where. Yeah, yeah. That's, that, that was the point. And, that and was that's the what I'm saying now. Like, I'll, I'll literally like tell people like, I, I spend my time. It, not like I don't have time to read my Bible. Like I do other things with my time than read the Bible. Like I've been trying to get away from that whole idea because like. I don't know. I, I kind of I, I hate when people say I don't have time because like everyone has time. It's just about How what we it. do with it. Yeah. 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 So I guess I'm saying females are not my priority. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which is which is which is fine because yeah, like you do yeah, you do need to focus on yourself. But like yeah. I'm I'm in this I was in the same boat with, as as Matt with with both um like physical health and devotions and you know reading the Bible and stuff and it was it wasn't that like I kept telling myself I was like oh I don't have time for this or whatever and I was like no. Or I saw a post somewhere, and it was like, it's, you stop saying you don't have time and start saying I'm not making this a priority, and you will change your entire perspective. And that's, and that's what I did. That was actually one of, one of the tasks that I was uh, given whenever I was doing uh, therapy a bunch of years ago. Um, my counselor was like, all right, so we're going we're gonna to do this little test, and basically from the time I woke up the one day, until I went to sleep, I kind of wrote a rough draft sort of schedule of everything that I did that day. And there were so many points throughout my day that it was just dead time yeah. that I wasn't utilizing. And it was like just seeing that on paper, it was like, uh, like I, I literally have like three hours in my day that I am just not you just capitalizing sat on, You just on. sat on your phone. Yeah. I do that. Have you ever thought about that? Like how much do you actually need to sleep? Dude, like, I, I, need, I I like, say six six to eight hours. Yeah, so, but, but like it's it's different on a person to person basis yes, for sure. I, I agree. But like when I was working at Penn United, I was on those crazy shifts, and on my day shift, I would work from six a.m. to two p.m. I would hang out from two p.m. till probably around midnight. Then I would get up at four. Four hours. Of sleep. I slept for four hours for seven months, and I was fine. Mm-hmm. It didn't bother me at all. And so, but like now I'm in a point in my life where I don't have to get up and go to a place to go to work and I need way more sleep. So like, I'm like, do I need this sleep? Could I be waking up? Can I be doing something different? But then I'm like, then I do it and I'm like, oh gosh, I gotta go to sleep. If you, if you talk to Jocko here. Yeah. I, I, I also, I also think it has to do with the whole momentum thing. Like you're not, if you're not as the more physically active you are, you would think that you would be more tired but i've found that the more physically active i am the less tired i am until it's time to go to bed and then i'm like bam i'm out but i can get less sleep and not be as tired i agree i i get to the point where like with what i do a lot of this stuff is fairly complex and you need to be like on top of things and you need to have a sharp mind and if i don't have like enough sleep like i find myself stumbling over words and not being able to grasp concepts that I know I should be able to grasp. And like, that's why like Arnold Schwarzenegger tells people like there's how many hours in the day people say they don't have time. 
well, I need to get sleep. Okay, we'll just sleep faster. <laughs> it's, it's like, but like, it, it's it really isn't that way for me. Like, I I need my sleep in yeah. order to do the work that I do. I there's it. there's no like one answer. Everybody's got to yeah. be different. Yeah, and that, that's like with all the also I'll quote unquote work that I'm doing right now with all the different things. It's all creative. So when I sleep deprive myself, I'm way more creative. Yeah. Mm. And so it's like, well, what do I need to be doing right now? And I guess that just comes down to everyone's different circumstance in life. Why are we talking about this? I don't know. This is a this is a conversation. <laughs> I feel, this, I is, keep, this is what makes it real. Is we just sit like here and just, we just let it flow. Go. Yeah, I keep feeling like we need to go back to what we were talking about, but then I'm like, ah, it's okay. What, what were we talking about? I don't know. I, don't know. I, don't I think remember. where we last stopped mm. on the topic was you were giving your opinion on the vaccine and everything and people we were scared to die is what i brought yeah, back people to. were scared to die and then somehow we ended up talking about sleep schedules yeah <laughs> i don't know this why is, this is a wild one yeah um i mean i mean I, okay all right we can bounce i hate i hate doing a vaccine podcast because that's all I ever hear every day, and I get yeah. so tired. Yeah, that's why I felt like we needed to do it so we could not talk about it. Also, oh, I mean, the title's going to be a grabber because that's a, because it's what everybody's talking it is about the right hot now. Topic. Okay, I mean, I mean, everyone do what you got to do. Like, do what you want to do. I'm a Here's, huge proponent of everyone like doing whatever the heck they want to do. Like, as long as you can make a competent decision for yourself, and you're old enough to do that, or like I said, you have the competency to do it, like. If you want to do it, do it. Like, I, I don't care. But, like, personally, I just don't really see the need for it in my life right now. Like, I wasn't tweaking about the flu, like, however many years ago. So, like, why would I tweak about this? It's, like, where I'm at. I mean, the people, like, yeah, if you're, um, what's it called? If you are. Susceptible. Uh, high risk. Yeah, if you're, if you're high risk, then, like, yeah, everybody go and get it. All of the older folks go and get it or whatever. But, like. For me, like, I, I know I'm going to be fine. So, like, as long as everyone else has it, why do I need to get it? I just, I, I don't get why, like, everyone's trying to force it down everyone's throat. But, like, Submission. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I, I, I think that's my thing with all these sicknesses. Like, growing up, everyone caught, like, they're like, oh, you're an anti-vaxxer. I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I'm for vaccines. But I never got vaccines because I never got sick. And, I, like, my whole life, I feel like I'm building up an immunity to things because I'm just living life and i'm doing things and it's the same with this where like i want to build up my own immunity where it's like i just like i didn't ever get flu shots or yeah. all the other shots that you needed for school and it wasn't because we were against them it was just because it was like i'm gonna build up an immunity to it like your body's supposed to yeah i literally got one flu shot and i got more sick than I had every year before that, and I was like, I'm never doing this again. I think I got like tech. I think I got like tetanus, malaria, and uh, another one because I went to Jamaica. And they were like, yep. Yeah, they were like, you need to get these because you will die. Yeah. I got one of those vaccines when I was like 10, and for like a couple months afterwards, every time my heart rate would get up or I would start to sweat, like playing a game or something. My feet felt like they were on fire. <laughs> what? Yeah, That's yeah. Wild. My feet would like burn up, like to the point where like it would make me cry. That's crazy. Yeah, it was. It was kind of scary. But um, I, I don't know. That's that's pretty much where I stand. Like, if you want to get, it, I mean, I, I'm like I said, I'm I'm not gonna get it. Hopefully, I'm not forced to get it for work or something. That would yeah, suck. But the thing is, like, I I didn't do a ton of research on it. Cause like I said, I don't really see the point in doing a whole ton of research on it because why with the high survival rate, I just really don't see the point. But like, for me, like, why would why would I get it? I don't really see the point, and it doesn't really make any sense. I feel like the entirety of this past year, year and a half now, whatever it's been, has literally just been a big fear factor, I think, is a good way to put it. Like, Fear's a hell of a drug. Yeah. <laughs> so is alcohol. <laughs> I think I think fear is a way for them to get control. Yeah, I think Obviously, that's where I mean. that's where it's becoming now yeah. is kind of in my mind because if you look at it like we were talking about earlier, like even the people who have got vaccinated and are on their second dose and and everything like that, they're still complying right. to Wear like masks. masks and this that and the other, and it's like. What what's the purpose of the vaccine if we still have to do this? Like, you best believe if I have to get that vaccine to go to Guatemala, I am not wearing a mask ever again. Yes, yeah. you will. I won't. 
It'll make you. I don't care. I won't go there. <laughs> All right, you won't go anywhere then. I have the vaccine and I have the card. I'm not wearing a mask. That's something I. I don't know how I feel about that. The card is weird. Yeah, that's a. Do you have your papers? Yeah, yeah. sort of thing. It's like, hmm, <laughs> but like it's. But if I do have to get it, and someone's like, "Oh, you gotta wear a mask here," and be like, oh, "I'm vaccinated." And then they're like, oh, well, it oh, doesn't still matter. Have to wear a mask, I'm like, well, then what's the point of the vaccination? <laughs> uh, that, that's just the school. That's just the policy, sir. And, Sorry. And then I'll be like, all right, I'm leaving. I'm okay. Thank you. Have a nice day. And then I'll go home and I'll go kill one of my chickens and I'll eat my own dang chicken. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get some chickens. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. I was going to kind of bring it back to Matt's point. Um, that's definitely where my mindset is on um, to each his own. Like, I don't I don't care one way or another I'm actually I'm actually getting it because I work with a lot of at-risk children and who are you know on the spectrum have a ton of other health issues going on and things like that and, and see that's like yeah for for me in that situation I'm really not doing it for myself because I could care less if I get it or not but it's a I'm taking that initiative I guess to be r- respectful of other people like because for me I, I to be completely honest i could have had it at this point and it hasn't had an effect on me or anything like that but at the same time it's a it's more of the i'm doing this for them and not for myself just That's so fair. i can not cause any issues that i, think- I could possibly prevent that's my same outlook with carrying a gun yeah like if you're gonna carry a gun know your gun train with you your gun be prepared be good at it not because you should be good at it well you should no. but not because of you but because if you're carrying a gun those you're going to use it for other people yeah or to protect you could be protecting yeah with um it kind of scares me too you hear a lot of people talk about it like affecting your dna and that kind of, i don't know if that's all true like i said i haven't researched it because it, i don't really see the value in researching it if it's there's not enough research to yeah. be done this yeah. is still an experiment Plus, who, who do you believe it's like okay this doctor said this this doctor said that it's like it, everyone's butting heads so it, i, I yeah, don't know all, who to believe it's anyhow. all hearsay at this point and right. I, think, I think that's a big point that thomas made it's an experiment still it's very new we don't know exactly what's going on with it and like someone's gonna listen to this that's like in the medical field and be like you guys are yeah, stupid I like I a bunch of rednecks gun podcast talking about the vaccine <laughs> like like I, <laughs> but that's the, that's what i want to say i don't care but it is brand new and with all vaccines that have ever been created the brand new ones killed people what is it like uh i think it's smallpox polio smallpox or polio the, it was literally a slave owner that injected his slaves with a bunch of these vaccines, quote-unquote, that he made. Random chemicals. And it killed a bunch of people. And then the one slave survived, and he was like, that's, that's it. We're, we're putting that in everyone. Like, this just, it, every vaccine that's ever been created, that's how it works. People die. I just know that the government doesn't give a crap about me as long as I pay my taxes and do what I'm told. So, like, why does the government want me to get this so bad? Why do they want me to do it so bad? And the re- the fact that they want me to do it so bad makes me not want to do it even more. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> the go- if the government is telling me that I have to get this, I probably shouldn't be getting it. Because you know everything they say is a lie. I mean, <laughs> That's every- right. Originally, the government told you, you should have a gun. Yeah. Originally, but now I think it's not taking so much. A sh- I think the government's taking a shift. So we, Since 1776. <laughs> we, we need my mom down here on this podcast so she can have the opposite side of the... Yeah, that would be nice. So she could yell at us and tell us why we're stupid. That'd be good. Is she, is she a vaccinating person? No, but she definitely has a different... Like the whole Mark of the Beast thing. Oh. She has a different outlook on it. And she thinks that. Not gonna lie, I completely forgot that I started this by reading. Yeah, reading yeah. <laughs> if, wow. we're, if we're gonna get back on that, I think it. I think it's kind of. I'm not gonna say it that way. I th- I think it. We cannot deny it as a possibility. I agree, but I think that people shouldn't be running around saying it's fact. Right. Yeah. Right. I think we should talk about it and say, yeah, maybe. But when when you go around telling people that aren't Christians that. This is fact that this is the mark of the beast and all this stuff. That's when I'm like, 
check yourself <laughs> that's that's honestly at that point it seems like it's just creating a, a new issue hysteria yeah 100 percent on something that doesn't need to happen on on the mark of the beast thing so have you guys ever heard that the mark of the beast is going to be a microchip in your brain yeah so yeah. a lot of people think that that's biblical it's not it doesn't say anything about that in the bible but you know where it does say it in those books by ted decker taken yeah yeah oh, yeah yeah, yeah. And that's that. that is what he in his fiction books said the mark of the beast was going to be and so now people in the real world are like oh my gosh the mark of the beast is these microchips and all that it's not what the bible says at all that's what some dude that was writing a fictional book said and now elon musk just posted a thing oh, the where there was a monkey thing. that they put a microchip in his brain and he was playing video games with his brain mm-hmm. and people were freaking out about it like this is the mark of the beast this is hell coming up from earth is elon musk the antichrist <laughs> and i was like well, okay let's, let's slow down this is getting a little far-fetched but like i like i'm all down for the conversation but when people start running around saying this is fact elon musk is antichrist this monkey is the first sign of the mark of the beast it's like chill out dude <laughs> like the bible doesn't even say that the microchip is going to be the mark of the beast that's some fictional book that ted decker wrote who is Ted Decker? Nobody knows, except for the people that read Ted Decker's books. I think people just like to tweak. Yeah. Honestly, like people just love to like tweak out over something. Fear's a hell of a drug. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, alcohol. yeah, I guess, I guess it is. <laughs> I, just, I, th- I think it might be uh, almost to the point where like people care too much about like everything. I was, <laughs> I, was talking to, I was talking to someone the other day, and I don't remember who it was, but they were like. Just imagine if everyone in the world... I think it was Nathan. He was like, just imagine if everyone in the world thought like us. Where it was like, eh, who cares? Dude, that would be the worst. And I thought, yeah, I thought about it and I was like, oh, that'd be great. And then I was like, oh, no. no." wait a minute. No. If everyone in the world thought like me, there would be no government and we'd all be dead. (laughs) Yes. Because I don't care about a lot of things that there are a lot of people in this world that need to care about. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but if everybody thought like us, the world wouldn't be the way it is. It's true. Would, it might be worse. Well, could, what would it be worse? Might be, it could, might be, it could be worse or it could be better. I don't know. And that's like the, the grass is always greener on the other side. Well, the grass might look greener from your side, but from their side, your grass looks greener. Yeah. Huh. I don't know. <laughs> I think if... So putting all of you guys aside and everyone else in the friend group, if everyone in the world thought like Jaden, we would all die. Well, you know, something I was thinking about the other day, I don't know if I brought this up before. Because <clears throat> we but, would have duels still. <laughs> but with, with where I work inside of the Steel Tower in downtown Pittsburgh, I'm on the... Uh, Is that the PPG building? Yeah. Oh, the big fancy one? The, the, the UP, it says UPMC on the top. It's oh, like one of the biggest ones whenever you're heading not the, the Not the one where they put the Christmas tree? I, I don't know Pittsburgh that well, dude. But anyhow, it's um I'm on like the 46th floor, like way, way up. And I was looking out over, and I'm looking at, like, all these trucks going by, and, and they all have, like, uh, so-and-so's plumbing on this side, and, and this guy does this job, and that guy does that job. And it's, like, every single thing that we need done inside of our society gets done. And everybody has a calling to go do, whether, whether it's a calling or whether it's just an opportunity for them. Everybody is doing something and how I'm, I'm, I'm standing, I'm standing there and I'm looking around. And I'm like, how does this all work? This is like amazing. There's so much like all these people on these roads, these cars are just crammed bumper to bumper and everyone's heading somewhere doing something and the system continues to move forward. And there's so many moving parts and like you have like, I don't know, people doing like crappy jobs that they don't want to do, but like people are doing them. So, and it's still getting done and our society is still moving forward and innovating every day and changing. And it's like, how in the world does this all work? When did, when did we all decide to abide by the rules? <laughs> yeah. like, 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 when did it become that the people that don't like the rules are the weirdos? When did that happen? I don't know. Like, why, why is every day someone not just crashing into a ton of cars 
And like, why, why did we decide, oh, we're going to follow these lines and all of these stoplights and those are the rules and we're going to follow them. That, that was a weird thought I had going down 422 the other day. I was like, literally the only thing keeping every person on is this road paint. is a line of oh, paint. Hey, I thought about that the other day. Because I was thinking, like, all right, people were scared to, like, Red Bank Bridge, like, whenever we're on the river. <laughs> People are scared That's to jump. So dope. People are scared to, to jump off of this bridge, like twenty feet into the water. Uh, I'm using Autumn for example. She's she's scared to jump off of that bridge. Yet she gets on 422 and goes from Katanning to Slippery Rock every day, going 60 miles an hour one way, and there's another car coming like five feet across the line, 60 miles an hour coming at her, like. That's a that's scary pretty thought. Scary. Yeah, that's taking a pretty serious risk. Like multiple, who knows how many hundreds of times whenever you're driving down the highway. That's like five feet between like you and death. People and nobody even, even think about thinks about, about yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Isn't it like, I don't know. That just like blows my mind how the things that we are used to taking risks with don't scare us. But the things that might not even be quite as risky, we're scared of doing. I think that comes down to the whole, like, trying new things. It's just where most human, there's definitely some out there who are just the, the crazy ones who are, like, all in for new things all the time. But mm-hmm. for the most part, it kind of also comes back to, like, complacency. It's like, yeah. you like what you're used to. And that's, that's it. <laughs> yeah, it just, I think it just comes down to subjectivity and just actually getting... Uh, an idea of like like roller coasters is another example like I, I like to associate it with like um safe adrenaline versus like dangerous adrenaline like roller coasters is like really scary like i'm kind of scared of roller coasters but i'll jump off of a 60 foot high bridge into a creek where there could be a rock underneath right right it's yeah it's, so it's just, what does your brain equate to safe i like being in control you're like, not in control of a river I mean, yeah, I kind of in control of the jump. Right. Yeah. Would you bungee jump or skydive? I don't know, man. I thought, I've thought about it. I, I say like, oh, yeah, I'll do it. But like I know whenever I'm up in that plane, it's like. But the thing is, I mean, it's, skydiving is not really. I mean, you're just hooked on to somebody that knows what they're doing. If I was doing it, like I'm the one that's pulling the cord, like, yeah, I'd probably be pretty scared. But if I'm hooked to somebody that knows what they're doing, I mean, I would do it. I, but, would, I, I mean, don't know if I would. Really? I'm so scared of heights. Like, us jumping off of those 60-foot bridges makes me want to poop myself yeah. every single time. Yeah. But I do it because it's me too. being so scared of those things and then getting that extra rush of adrenaline because it's my fear makes me crazy. I feel like I'm on crack. <laughs> like, the one time when Matt did a flip off the one bridge, and I was like, if you do a flip, I'll do a flip. <laughs> yeah. And I, I'm not good at flips. Matt's kind of good at flips. And there's like tons of people. It's like the middle of summer. There's people <laughs> watching everyone jump off these bridges. And I, Matt does a flip. Perfect. It was beautiful. He lands feet first. Best thing ever. I'm like, I right, my turn. So I get up there. I jump. I over-rotate. Face first into the water. <laughs> and there were tons of people watching. And I was so embarrassed. But then I got up and I jumped off again. Because it's like, what am I going to do? I hope that I hope my clap just peaked so hard. Someone, I'm gonna blow someone probably speakers. did. I'm gonna blow someone's speakers in their car. Whoever's wearing headphones, they're gonna go to death. <laughs> it's gonna be me tomorrow morning. <laughs> I apologize. Um, I don't, I don't know what we were talking about again. I don't know. Somehow this we got into nice. jumping off of bridges. I actually like. I enjoyed this one. I was thinking about it, and it's like these. These are probably my favorite episodes because it's just, just like. Talking. Literally just us sitting down and just talking about random stuff. Yeah. And, like, some people might not like it. Some people do. But, like, not my problem. <laughs> I'm just recording me and my friends having a conversation that we would have anyway. Yeah. Don't watch it. Watch Joe Rogan or something. <laughs> watch Joe Rogan. Yeah, I mean, as I had somebody ask me the other day if we, like, sit down and we, like, write out scripts or whatever for our podcast. I'm like, no, that's no fun. You like, I want this. Intro, honey? I want this. I want this to be real. Like, it's just... I say welcome to our conversation because we're just four, sometimes five guys sitting down and we're just 
talking like we have a generic point or general point that we start talking about sometimes and just we don't see where the conversation goes to example given this episode yeah a lot of times a lot of times we'll come and we don't have a topic until we sit down and start having a conversation and then we go okay wait stop talking we're gonna prep record that was like those those are some of my favorite times like tonight we literally we were here for what an hour and a half before we even were like all right yeah i guess we can record now yeah we were just yeah. talking and it's that's what i like about it because like if we didn't if we didn't record right if we weren't doing this then we wouldn't make the time to come hang out in the same place and have these conversations but just the fact that we're recording we're like oh this sunday let's let's do it yeah but it is even when we're not recording we're sitting here having the conversations anyway and i like it Mm yeah yeah i agree um boy so Moral of the story. <laughs> what are our conclusions? More, moral of the story. You do um, you. One, you one, one, yeah. <laughs> the vaccine may or may not be the Antichrist. Who cares? Stop being such a big baby. Um, you do you. Don't try and look cool and jump off a bridge. Dude, I am all for you do you. You do you. Absolutely. I, yeah. like, I, like, I, I don't even know how to elaborate on that, but like... It's Whatever big. you want to do, as long as it doesn't negatively affect somebody else or their property, you do it. I'll, I'll bring this up real quick, and we might get flack for it. But oh, yeah. when I was in, when I was in college, I had I had some gay friends, and they found out that I was a Christian, and they were like, "But we're friends." And I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, I don't care." And they were like, "What do you mean? Like I'm gay and you're a Christian?" And I explained the "you do you" mindset to them, and they were like, "That doesn't make any sense." You're supposed to hate me. And I was like, I don't hate you. I don't hate what you do. I hate sin. And I try and follow Jesus. If you're not following Jesus, I'm going to show you why you should. But I'm not going to sit here and hate you because you're gay. I don't care. Yeah. And I've had so I've had so many people try and argue with me about like gay people and like why all this stuff is right. And I'm like, I don't care. It's it is what it is. It's so much easier when you don't care. It really <laughs> it makes life so much Life easier. is so much simpler when you're just like, who cares? I was going to cuss. <laughs> you, could, you could have. I don't care. Nah, I don't want to. Two explicits in a row. Yeah, two explicit <laughs> episodes. People might get the wrong idea. <laughs> Come on now. Um, all right. So anyone else have a moral of the story? Yeah. I mean, you, you, you want to you wanna flip it back on like the people that are telling you to get these who who are going to be telling you to get the vaccine or telling you you're a bad person because you don't want to get the vaccine a lot of them are the people that will go around screaming my body my choice whenever it comes to abortion yeah why is this any different it's my body my choice i should like if you're telling me I don't have a choice on what goes into my body, then I am not even me anymore. That, com- that comes back to, this is opening up another can of worms, but that comes back to what Max said earlier, where it's like, well, it's for the good of others. And it's like, yeah, but it's... So still- then those others can get the vaccine. Leave me alone. <laughs> that, that's, this, that's my mindset on voting. It's like, it, like I am not going to vote because I don't feel like my vote matters. And I've had this argument with so many people. Mrs. Conway, if you're listening, <laughs> don't don't text me and don't don't be like, Jaden, it's really important to vote because your vote matters. I don't care, Mrs. Conway. But it's the same, it's the same idea where it's like, if everyone else gets the vaccine, I ain't gonna get sick. Cause no one else is getting sick. If everyone else votes, I'll need to vote because everyone else is voting. <laughs> and I know that's a stupid and arrogant mindset or ignorant. Ignorant and arrogant. I could use both. But I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) I'll cuss this time. Fuck them. (laughs) Apologies. (laughs) All right, so we'll end it there. I guess so. (laughs) (laughs) I hope you guys enjoyed our conversation. Once, Once again, our conclusion is basically everyone has a different answer. (laughs) Every man for themselves. Um... We gotta get somebody on here that knows their stuff that doesn't think what we think about what everything. Everything. Yeah, we. I, I'll, I'll give everyone a sneak peek. 
and I'm gonna I'm just gonna put these out there now, so I'll manifest them into being. Yeah, once we talk about them, they except for except happen. for the Easter episode, it's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, they, they have to happen. So, in in the future, we have a buddy of ours who grew up a Jehovah's Witness, mm-hmm. and he has a very different outlook on um, religion altogether. No matter what religion it is, we're gonna have him on. We're gonna talk to him about it. We got his name's Thomas too, so that might get kind of confusing. Um, but we got Casey. We've talked about him before, and we'll probably talk to Casey about political things, historical things. Casey's an open book of a lot of information that I really do value. Yeah, he's pretty smart. Um, your brother. We want to have my brother Matt Olian on. <laughs> yeah, Thomas. Sorry. We want to have Matt Olian on, talk about some biblical things, because he went to a Bible school. Yeah, Bible school. Um, Ministry school, something like that. I don't even know what you'd classify it as. But and yeah. I am going to challenge all of the significant others listening. Mm. Autumn. I don't even know. Did they listen? I I think some of them do. Okay. I've talked to Autumn about it. Autumn, Maddie, Rachel, and Kylie, which are Matt's fiance, Dakota's girlfriend, Thomas's fiance, and Max's wife. We're going to do an episode where they take all of their places, but I'm still here because as Moderated we've talked by, about by as we've talked about before, I don't have time and I don't care about, <laughs> about you women. So, so we're going to have we're going to have all of them on and uh, see their thoughts. That's going to be an interesting one. I'm actually pretty excited for that one because I sat down with everyone but Rachel and I actually did talk to them about some of the things we talked about just to see how they would cope. They're pretty it's pretty fun. They got they have some different views and it's pretty interesting. I think it would be very entertaining. And then after that episode, this just came to me. We talk about the importance of like the one flesh thing. Like even though you may have differing views, the communication part. You guys are talking about these differing differing views and you're you're keeping it together type of thing. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know the words for it cuz I'm not in a relationship and I don't care. <laughs> Um, couple therapy I think session. Name of this episode is how many times can Jaden say I don't care? I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> so this has been the Common Chaos Podcast. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Goodbye, everybody.